0: Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode number 43 and we pray our way through four different subjects, worship, Psalm 32, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. We're starting today with worship. This week's focus is that God is just. The justice of God is not typically a characteristic that we like to talk about as much as we like to talk about that He is loving or compassionate or faithful or all those things that we love to talk about. His justice is not one. However, it is just as much a part of Him, and it is actually a good thing. Now, when I say that God is just, it means that He is perfectly righteous in His treatment of His creation, His creatures particularly us humans. His justice is an indispensable part of his character in the same way that his love and mercy are indispensable. Today we have Revelation 16 5 and it says, I heard the angel of the water say, you are just the holy one who is and who was because you have passed judgment on these things. Let's pray today, open up and honor him for his justness. Lord, you are just. Every single thing that you do, every way that you act towards me, toward your creation, is full of justice. It is perfectly righteous. Whether I understand it or not, you are perfectly righteous. And that justice is important. And I honor you today for that. The angel said, you are just. You are the Holy One who is and who was. And today, as we come before you, we acknowledge that. And we remind ourselves and we honor you that your, your ways and your thoughts and your actions are above our understanding. And we humble ourselves in submission to that today. As we go forward with this prayer broadcast and as we pray together, for one thing, I pray for my voice. It seems to be going in and out today. For another, I ask that those who would, you would have join us, that you would bring them to this time and that they would share in this prayer. Pray that all of these prayers would be honoring to you, that they would be sweet incense to you, as scripture says, and that we would be guided by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We're jumping into Psalm 32 today. So it's a new Psalm. Psalm 32 traditionally has been—no, cons- my goodness, you know what? Yeah, I guess it is. I was, thinking, I was prepping next week's episode, and so I was getting next week confused with this week. Traditionally, this has been a penitential psalm. That is a psalm about sin and repentance, but the tone of this one is very different than most of the penitential psalms, which are considered like centering around someone's sin because this tone isn't sorrowing. It's written in the aftermath of forgiveness. It also has a really strong connection with wisdom literature. Here is Psalm 32. I'm going to read a bit, pray a bit, read a bit, pray a bit. The Joy of Forgiveness of David Amascial. How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is a person whom the Lord does not charge with iniquity and in whose spirit is no deceit. Father, that is true. We have so much reason for joy at the forgiveness of our sins. We should be completely joyful in that you do not charge us with iniquity and that we are forgiven a joyful person that you don't charge with iniquity and in whose spirit is no deceit. Lord, I ask that we would be in that place, that we would be repentant and forgiven and that there be no deceit in our spirit. David says, When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained as in the summer's heat. Selah. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Selah. Lord, when we keep silent, when we hold the sin inside, when we do not repent and confess and ask for forgiveness, it's damaging to our bodies and our souls. David says his bones became brittle from groaning all day long and your hand was heavy on him. His strength was drained like the summer heat. And we are familiar with the summer heat right now. It's draining. It's exhausting. But Lord, there is a different way. We can acknowledge our sin to you and not conceal it. If we confess our transgressions to you, you will remove the guilt of our sin. And in that we can rest. David says, Therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you immediately. When great floodwaters come, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. Selah. Father, if we come to you and are faithful, and not just after we've been burdened for weeks and months and years, but immediately, give us hearts that will turn to you immediately in repentance. You are our hiding place. You will protect us from trouble and surround us with shouts of deliverance. But before that happens, we need to rush to you in repentance and confession. I will instruct you and show you the way to go with my eye on you. I will give counsel. Do not be like a horse or a mule without understanding that must be controlled with bit and bridle or else it will not come near you. Lord, give us that heart that doesn't need to be controlled by a bit or bridle. Give us a heart that is desiring to honor you. David says, Many pains come to the wicked, but the one who trusts in the Lord will have faithful love surrounding him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones. Shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Lord, many pains come to the wicked is sort of like this is what they get for their behavior. And instead, the one who trusts in the Lord, what they get is to have faithful love surrounding him. For that I am glad and I rejoice in you today. I am so grateful for your protection, for your forgiveness, and for the freedom that I can find in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. We are on ourselves, prayer for ourselves. And in this section, this week, we are praying for ourselves to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Now, if that's a, an unfamiliar term or a scary term for you, it should not be. Fear of the Lord is not being scared necessarily, although there is an aspect of someone with overwhelming power, we should be a little bit scared. However, what it really is, is a, a, an appropriate reverence and awe and respect and honor for who God is. So that's what we're going to be praying into our lives today, that we would have an appropriate fear of the Lord. Be in Psalm 33, 8 and Acts 9:31. And here is what those verses say. Psalm 33, 8 says, Let the whole earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. Acts 9.31 says, So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. All right, let's pray. Lord, when you say in your word, let the whole earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him, that's everyone. Every person on earth will eventually stand before you in awe and respect. And I have a fear of the Lord. For your people, for me, for those listening, I pray that we would have that respect now. Pray that you would work an understanding of what that is into our lives. That it would not be just a random phrase tossed around, but that it would become very real. When that enters our lives, it changes how we approach our day-to-day living. And I pray that that kind of awareness comes into our souls. But I also pray that the entire world would have a fear of the Lord, that they would get to a place where they know you and acknowledge you as king. The Acts verse says that the whole church had peace and was strengthened and that their numbers were increased because they lived in the fear of the Lord and were encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that for your church today so that we can increase in number and so that people will will find the love of the Lord. But what that's gonna take is for us to be living in the fear of the Lord and be submitted to the Holy Spirit. And I pray that into my life and into those who are praying with me. I pray that we would be learning to know what that means to live in the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Lastly, the last section that we are in is for endurance. We are praying for endurance in our culture. We're running a race uh, a lot of races. On the same front, my son was doing a an assignment for school last night, and he was writing about three current events. He had to choose three current events and racial unrest, the COVID pandemic, and the election. These things are things which would be draining each one of them on their own, but we're dealing as a culture with all of them at the same time. It's exhausting. And so we're praying for endurance today, this week, actually. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Deuteronomy 31, 8 says, The Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Let's pray. Father, this verse says, Do not get tired of doing good. And this is for your people. We are supposed to be in the world doing good. And yes, it can be exhausting. Yes, it can be draining. Yes, it can be discouraging. But I pray for you to strengthen us. You strengthen the weak. People who are walking around in their own strength and feel awesome don't need your strength. They aren't looking for your strength. But we need to be strengthened by you for doing good. And I pray that you would do that in our lives. Bring us encouragement. Bring us strength. And let us not get tired. Bring us encouragement from other believers, from friends, from media, from your word, and from your spirit into our hearts that would encourage us and strengthen us on the path that you have set out for us in this time. You say you will go before us. So I ask you to do that. Level the roads ahead of us. That was when servants would go out in front of kings and dignitaries and level the path so that they could travel it in ease and comfort or they could get there faster. Lord, I pray not so much for ease and comfort, but that we would be able to do what you would have us do. And you need to pave the way for that. Pray that you will be with us, that you will not leave us or abandon us, and that that would encourage and strengthen us. In Jesus' name, Amen. You know what? Hang on, I'm not done. I wound up praying for us, the believers, and I'm actually praying for this for our country, our culture. Lord, I ask that you would encourage us, that you would keep us from discouragement, help us to continue to fight on all battles for justice, for how to handle this pandemic and for secure and non-fraudulent elections. Lord, I pray that you would create in this culture, habit isn't the right word, but that you would create in this culture, maybe it is habit, characteristics, character traits, that you would create in this culture a character trait of perseverance, of the ability to get up and do it again and endure. Drive grit into our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now I'm really done. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining me in prayer today. If you are watching this broadcast, if it has been encouraging to you and you know someone who would like to join us, invite them to join us in prayer. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Bring them along to pray with us. We'll be back again on Thursday for another prayer episode. And my heart is that as we pray this scripture together, that we would all grow in our prayer lives, that you would grow, that I would grow, and that God would use this time to direct you in your life as he uses it to direct me in my life. Pray that he will answer these prayers in mighty ways. And most of all, I pray that you would fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are praying. In Jesus' name, amen.